Y'all, I am Tyler Meredith, and welcome to another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy, baby. Let's make some magic. Y'all, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. I am so excited because one of my dearest friends has agreed to return and discuss one of our favorite live action films. My guest mm-hmm. is a, a queen, a gem of the ocean, an incredible actress uh, who I got to know in Chicago, an incredible stage actress, incredible film actress. She is out in LA now. She recently shot a badass pilot. I'm so proud to know her and so fucking grateful that she has agreed to come be a part of this nonsense again, the one and only Bryce Gengo. Yes. Thank you. Well, that was such a nice intro. <laughs> Am I the first return guest? You're not, but I'm oh. happy to say I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not. You're not. But but now I feel like you are in the club of mm-hmm. well, I feel like anyone who returns is automatically given a doctoral degree in Disney. So you're a do- you're Dr. Bryce now. Didn't even know I wanted or needed it, but here we are. <laughs> but here we are. Oh my gosh, you are in Los Angeles living mm-hmm. your best quarantine life. And oh, you yeah. De- oh, yeah. Decided looking to spend. Right, looking out uh, the window. Beautiful weather. Gosh. Well, in Chicago, we're jealous. So, you know, yeah. there is that. Um, but I'm grateful that you're spending your morning with me today. What a dream. What a dream. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. We like to start off each episode by asking the same three questions. First being, uh, what is your relationship to Disney? Uh, my relationship to Disney as a child, I feel, was quite sensible. You know, I uh, love that word. Yes, yes. It was like I wasn't all in. Uh, I was a fan, but like a lowercase f fan. Um, but what I feel like my true relationship to Disney, and we talked about this a little, is that I grew up going to Disneyland a Uh lot Um, uh and with my dad. So that was always sort of my, like, uh, I mean, it was just my favorite place in the world. It really was. Yeah. And I was a big fan of collecting autographs. So that was more important to me than really anything. I think my mom still has all the old autograph books. Oh, um, I love that in my childhood closet. Um, So my relationship to Disney is very tied around like going there with my dad. Mm -hmm. Going to Disney with my dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel super similarly because when my parents were divorced, my dad took me to Disney World. That was just like what we Again, did. Yes. Buying your love. <laughs> yes. And I'm not mad. Yeah, I was not no, mad. No, not mad at, not at all. Mad, no. Yeah. No. Right. No. Thank you. No, no, Thank no. you. It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was a tactic and I loved it and I'm not mad about uh, it. <laughs> I remember begging him, begging him to get one of those like caricature portraits that you oh, could get done. Yes. It was more of a more of like a real portrait than a right. caricature right I and don't know. Yeah. forever and it, I mean I wonder where it is because it was really good but I'm begging him absolutely oh, sure. begging him 
Right. Oh, absolutely. I made my dad get me a parasol every single time we went. I was like, no, I do need another miniature parasol that does nothing. Like it will not save me from rain. It will not protect me from sun, but it has my name and calligraphy and probably some flowers. And I love it. Buy Mm -hmm. it for me. I am a big, like just theme park person. Sure. Sure. Um, Mm -hmm. I got my parasol from Silver Dollar City and just outside of Branson, Missouri. Oh, a deep cut and a true cut Mm -hmm. for anyone from Oklahoma, Missouri, or Arkansas, which we are from (laughs) two of those states. So (laughs) that was, that had right on the money. Really? I mean, growing up going to Silver Dollar City, especially in Disneyland to some extent, I mean, it's what made me want to be an actor. Oh, that's amazing. Because I just wanted to go and work at Silver Dollar City. Those are my dreams and goals. Yeah. Did you ever see the Rockettes at Silver Dollar City? Because that was my shit. Like that. Yeah. Oh, they would come around. No, they would I don't actually around. think I ever did. I'm sure that like was extra money that sure, like, sure, my sure. grandparents were not about to spend. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> my family would go to Silver Dollar City a couple of times in the summer uh-huh. and then every year right around Thanksgiving so that my grandma could look at all the quilts. Gorgeous artistry. Classic. I mean, truly, anytime I describe Silver Dollar City, I'm like, this is the, like... Nobody knows about it. Nobody knows about it. And if you are not from the South, I do not think you'll understand what it is about. Like, it's like, same with Dollywood. It is so good. Well, Well, Dollywood's a whole other level. It's a true theme park. It is. It's a true theme park. It's it's, not like a Six Flags, like, that has absolutely no aesthetic to it. Thank you. Fuck Six Flags. Yes. Yes. I love that like I love that Silver Dollar City is like kind of just like a country ass hillbilly theme park like you can make your candles Mm -hmm. it's like the Oregon Trail of theme parks like you can Mm -hmm. make candles yes you can do old-timey crafts yeah the guys like blow glass no I mean it is cool I loved it it's like a true artist yeah they're a tradesman like I remember making candles with my Girl Scout troop like that show was legit I would go back I would go back um I just recently took Will there um and it did change his life so yes yeah yeah Uh, obviously he's not a monster you know yeah um I'm sorry I digress that was no oh my god please always take me on a silver dollar city tangent that is a dream tangent but only that is such a niche that I want to be a part of I, it's true. Nobody knows about it. So if any, if anything, we're just educating the masses. You're right. You're welcome, y'all. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your top three fave Disney movies? Mm-hmm. So last time I uh, broke it down into some categories to make it yes. easier for myself. And I said, uh, Robin Hood is my cartoon, which, mm-hmm. you know, I've had some time to sort of think about it and reassess. And yes, holds holds. Holds true. Holds true. Okay, and, great. And um, Toy Story, sort of my uh, Pixar, classic. Disney. And again, really holds true. I love it so much. I think mm-hmm. it's so funny. It is. And then, and then my live action was Bedknobs and Broomsticks. And is wow. still, wow. but I have a different, after watching it in this viewing, I remember it differently. And I am sort of like, I think the first half of this movie is what I truly love about it. Yes. Oh, 100%. I can't, I cannot wait 
to dive into this film with you. I'm still shook by it, even though we watched it almost a week ago, um, which is our film that we are doing today. Our first live action, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. I'm so fucking excited. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's wild. a trip. <laughs> it really is. It's a fucking trip. trip. Um, uh, lastly, if you could be any Disney character in all of the Disney verse, who would you mm-hmm. be? Again, uh, the genie post-freedom. Mm. Yes. Which is an important yes. coffee bar. That is. Yeah. yeah. You're not trying to stay inside a lamp. You know, no mm. one puts Bryce in a lamp. That's not what we're mm-hmm. trying to do here. Yeah. That's terrific. I love that. I love that. <sighs> Bryce. I mean, truly, I feel like where to begin, even though we <laughs> will start at the beginning, but I am <laughs> true. I am literally so overwhelmed. <laughs> We begin in 1971, which, as I mentioned to you, a absolutely stellar year for movies. Yes, yes. Would you remind me what, like, what else came out that year? I remember you told me that before. Nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards in Mm -hmm. 1971 were films like A Clockwork Orange, Mm -hmm. The Last Picture Show, which Mm -hmm. I absolutely adore. God, something else truly great that I've forgotten. Yeah, just it was, I mean, it was a just banger like, of a year. It was, it was a really banger good. of a year, and it was mm-hmm. also definitely a weird year. Like, the yeah. movies were all super strange <laughs> and like, yeah. very different, very stylistically. And I think it's because, and this movie is case in point, of, like, mm-hmm. the technological advancement in film within, like, the late 60s and early 70s was, like, yeah exploding yes and mm-hmm. uh everyone was taking every idea that they possibly had and being like let's do it right like a full star wars moment yeah everyone was just like let's fucking explore this yeah. medium and let's make shit great it was wild it was a wild time yeah it was a uh, wild time and <laughs> this movie is Case in point. And I mean, also, yes, yes. I'm happy to say, did win an Oscar at that year's awards ceremony for uh-huh. visual effects. <gasps> I mean, you cannot put Angela Lansbury on a bed and make it fly and not give someone an Oscar for it. That would be well, a crime. Yeah, she was nominated for a Golden Globe for this role. Oh, and, my God. And then the film ended up being nominated for a handful of Academy Awards for various tech-type awards. That's great. Yeah. And it was the last Disney film that was nominated for an Oscar until The Little Mermaid. Whoa. Sure. I mean, I guess that checks out. Like there was, you know, there was a time between the 70s and then like that we there was like a weird gap <laughs> and like some very weird films between this time and then the end of the 80s when shit kicks off again. That makes sense. That and makes sense. This one I feel like is sort of what kicks off the weird films. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like we we open with like the classic Buena Vista credits. We get mm. these wild like illustrated opening credits yes that, the, the recreation of the bayou tapestry and like norman invasion of england yes. you know like yes it's like super <laughs> this movie Robin is so Hood. deeply british yes oh my god it is so fucking british that also it, there is a nazi flag in the story like mm-hmm. sh- like shit shit is wild like <laughs> well yeah so we we come up like instantly england 1940 mm-hmm. Very dismal. Things yes. are not good. Yes, and it's not we, great. 
instantly open the film of learning about these three orphan children <laughs> whose parents have been killed back in London and are having to be yep. shipped out to the countryside to survive yes. Yes. and just get placed with strangers. Yes. And their names are like pinned onto them. It's, yeah. it's, it's really, really insane. And then we, we meet these old, like these older gentlemen, I assume they were World War One vets who were now maybe fighting yeah, in World of this, War Two. This I think they were like a militia. Okay, okay, just a sensible militia. That also checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a, just a group of old militiamen uh, trotting through this wee British town. Um, yes, and I mean instantly, instantly, like the first line of the movie is like the, they're talking about. Nazis, or as the guy says, painting the sign, Nazis. Nazis. Yes. Yes. I was like, hold the fucking phone. I don't remember any of this. Like, I must not have cared. Clearly, my brain did not hold on to this information that it dealt very strongly with the SS and Nazis in England in 1940. Like, I completely blocked this out of my mind. I didn't remember at all. I was like, oh yeah, the kids show up in the countryside in England to like need a, need a place to stay. And I think I loosely remembered that it was because of the war effort, mm-hmm. but it's very present. Yes. World War II is like very, very yes. present. Yes. And then like amidst this very historical, like dramatic opening, we get Oh, thank God. Miss Price, Angela Lansbury, rolling on in. Yes, she just rolls on in. Motorbike. Yes, yes. She's just like, I'm on a motorbike. I have yellow smoke coming out of it. I am like Hagrid on this motorbike adventure. She's so fucking cool. I mean, what? It's so crazy to me, too, because like she's such a grump. Like she gives no fucks about anyone. She doesn't care about any of her neighbors. And yet everyone in the town loves her. Everyone's obsessed with her. And she's a. Like no one is like crazy old Miss Price. Like, No. no, they're all, they all are so into her. Right. They really are. And she, I love that she comes in and like, like a sensible beret and matching scarf, you know, just like, mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. I mean, as you would. And, and meanwhile, these children are in this fucking museum by themselves playing with suits of armor. I was like, great, this checks out, you know, like leave them amongst yeah. the swords, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, well, they were the three, like, they were like the pieces of trash left over. And then yes. finally, like the lady running had to be like, Miss Price, you've got to take them, but it'll yeah. only be for a couple of days. <laughs> yes, I know. And she's like, oh, oh, fuck. I mean, I I love the narrative that they were like, sorry, you got to take these kids. She's like, I'm not trying to do this. I'm just yeah, no, she's not about it. Not about it. No. And so she's like, all right, fine. We're just going to pack you into this sidecar on my motorbike. Like, (laughs) just sidecar. What? Like, just full Hagrid energy. I just could not get over it. That I'm like, this is Angela fucking Lansbury, like in her prime, you know, in a fucking motorbike. I just couldn't, I couldn't get Mm -hmm. over it. I couldn't get over it. I thought it was incredible. Here's a fun fact about Mm -hmm. the casting of Mm -hmm. Dame Angela Lansbury. (gasps) Yes. So, the whole time we were just talking and watching this movie, we were mm-hmm. like, it's crazy how similar it is to Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins came out a few, few years before in the 60s, mm-hmm. and yet mm-hmm. it's the first sort of like live people interacting mm-hmm. with cartoon animated mm-hmm. worlds. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, oh, well, Mary Poppins, so successful. They had to find a second one to do this. Not mm-hmm. quite 
how it happened. They had originally purchased the rights for two books by this British author, Mary Norton. And that was what they kind of cobbled together to make bed knobs and broomsticks. Production went into that. And then they were like, whoa, this movie is fucking complicated. We're going to put it on hold. Great, great. And they made Mary Poppins. And Mary Poppins then got like tied up in a ton of negotiations and like they hadn't made all of it. And so they put that on hold and they started going back to bed knobs and broomsticks. Mm-hmm. And then finally Mary Poppins like took over and they got it going and it was this huge colossal success. Wow. Wow. The beautiful Briny C from Bed Noms and Broomsticks yes. was originally written for Mary Poppins to be in Mary Poppins. So oh. these movies are so closely tied together. Wow. So when they finally started like really going full into production for Bed Noms and Broomsticks, who mm-hmm. do you think they put the first offer out to for Miss Price? Uh, I mean, I could only Julie assume. Andrews, honey. yeah, Julie obviously. Andrews, of wow, course. another dame. So, I mean, come on. So she was like, mm, I don't know, and then like took some time to think about it. While she was thinking about it, heads of Disney just straight offered to Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury said yes. Then a little bit later, Julie Andrews came back and was like, "All right, I'll do it." And they were like, "Oh, sorry, it's been cast." Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah that's amazing so, and then of course that is I mean, sort of the weird wow. weird history between those two movies wow. is that they're so similar because they were literally being made one on top of each other at the exact wow. same time due wow. to weird production holds and they i think they alluded to some of this or at least when when disney was trying to get the rights for mary poppins they alluded to some of this in saving mr banks i don't know if you've seen that um, oh, no. But mm-hmm. it's wonderful. I mean, Emma Thompson and Tom Hanks, get the fuck out of here. Like, so good. But that, that okay. I had no idea <clears throat> that they offered it to Julie Andrews. Oh, my God. I love a dame scandal. Like, give I me that. Know. Give me that tea. Give me that tea. Oh, my gosh. That's and fabulous. David Tomlinson went on. She did Mary Poppins. And then mm-hmm. they offered the role of... Uh, Professor Brown to someone mm-hmm. else who wanted top billing and they're like mm, no. no and so he was like but I'm not doing it and so then finally they were just like David will you do it and he was like okay wow. so he had this like incredibly quick succession of doing Mary Poppins immediately doing Bed Knobs and Broomsticks wow. and then immediately doing The Love Bug and then that was kind of it wow I mean damn what a career. I mean, I would take that if there were, if it was like sure. three iconic movies and I was like, I'm good. You know, that's it. That's all I fame, baby. Wow. 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 So that is like a weird Mary Poppins. Uh, I love that. I don't know. Like, it's such a weird story. I've never heard of that before. Of Like these two movies where songs were written one for the other and yeah. then the one. And then just getting placed forever. That's bananas. That's awesome. Oh my God. I'm so glad you shared that. That's fucking insane. That's bananas. Yeah. Well, it was, I mean, it just goes to show you like the, the operations of Disney at that time with the nine old men, quote yes. unquote, as they were called. Yes. Just crazy. Crazy. Just crazy. Crazy town. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Ugh. And okay. Meanwhile, in 
uh, bed knobs land. We, mm-hmm. the, the kids are at the house. They get to the house oh. by motorbike and they start like talking shit on the house. And I was like, I know okay, they are acting like their house is shady as fuck. And it is yes. like so nice and cozy. There's it's like so shiny cozy. China everywhere and I'm like, plants. It's where not did you like come the house from? of a creepy old witch. No, it's not even like a bit Grey Gardens. It's like, I'm, did you come from like a Frank Lloyd Wright house? Like what the fuck no, are you? It's like an it's open like, floor no. plan? Fuck you off. You know those kids came from some like one room apartment in the bowels of London. Right, right. So take a seat. I was like, leave her alone, you jerks. Um, And luckily, once we get there, we immediately meet my favorite character. Um, Truly. Truly, who I feel like his name, I'm so sorry, I always mispronounce. Cosmic Creepus? Cosmic Creepus? Cosmic Creepus, yes. Oh my gosh. Truly the star of the film. I mean, I must say. The name he came with. Uh, It's the... (laughs) I have wanted to name a cat Cosmic Clevis. I was trying so to remember badly. and I didn't write it down. Did she get, so she's getting all of this like witch stuff yes. from Professor Emilius Brown yes. in London yes. who runs the school, which is straight right. up a pyramid scheme. It's a pi- literally my next sentence. I was like, he is running a pyramid scheme. This yeah. is a scam. This is bullshit. <laughs> I can't remember because she's like, well, I, they're like, why did you name the cat that? And she was like, that's the name he came with. Did she get Cosmic Creepus from Professor Emilius Brown? Like, did he mail that fucking cat in the mail? No, to her? no. I think. Where else did she get it? Oh, I mean, well, fuck. I thought. I well, assume maybe he, that he was part of her like witch apprentice oh material. If that is, I love that narrative. Let's just go with that because I <laughs> thought maybe she just liked cats, but I'm way more into the idea of Professor Brown mailing her a fucking cat in the mail. Let's well, go it makes sense why he's feral. He just found right. him on the street. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so. <laughs> Angela, aka Mrs. Price, is like, we gotta lay down some laws. You mm-hmm. better wash your hands or you're not gonna eat. I love that she is like, I take care of myself. I'm a fucking she vegan. She is a vegan. Bitch is a vegan. <laughs> She's like, no fried foods. I am healthy as fuck. And the kids are like, no fried uh, foods. Ooh. I'm like, fuck I off. Like, what I again? Know. The British food in this movie is so great. They it's like so they good. straight up are like bribing people to get a sausage. Yes, yeah. So classic, you know, and I love. Like oh, he, yeah. Charlie, the older brother, literally blackmails her to yes. get sausage and yes. cold hard cash. Oh yes! Oh my god! I can't wait to get there. Charlie, Charlie is a sneak. He's a sneak thief. I can't. Um, and while the while the kiddos are sleeping, Miss Price runs downstairs into her what I call witch the witch shed, and she, <laughs> yeah, her lair. And she's with lair. Yes, Cosmic Creepus, and she unwraps her first broom and cosmic is not fucking impressed he is like yes and like yes and and also like you're gonna hurt yourself yeah he knows he knows and then we get this amazing montage of angela lansbury trying to get the broom to work and dancing like elaine from seinfeld just like being bucked off of this yes yes and again, broom. I'm like Dame Angela Lansbury on a broom. Like I just would this have is died. The first example of like her physical comedy prowess. She absolutely is physically so good in this movie. And she I really think it's is. because she was saying because there was so much 
everything had to be so precise based on like the green screen and uh, visual effects that they were using. Like her acting, she was like, I didn't get to explore anything. Like it had to be so on the nose, but Mm -hmm. like her physical comedy is where she really shines in this movie. And this is like the first taste of it is her on this room is so great. And I think like for me as a young girl that mm-hmm. went through, I think the phase that most young girls go through, mm-hmm. like I wanted to be a witch so bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she made it seem so possible. I was like, yes, oh. exactly. That's what I wrote down. It is yeah. so possible to be yes. a witch and yes. be like, not good at it. Right. Like learning. She's an apprentice. I love and it. like, she can't remember all the spells and she doesn't yes. quite know how to run the broom. She has to teach herself, but it like, it just felt so possible. Like you oh could just God, get this best. thing in the mail yep. and it would work. Like yes. magic is possible. Magic yes. is real. Yeah. Everything seems so plausible. And she finally gets off on the broom and like bitch is soaring. She is soaring through the air. And of course the kids see her. And of course mm-hmm. she loses control and crashes into a tree. Into a bush. Be- yeah. 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 Cause why, why not? And then <laughs> fucking these children I mean they they really are champs like they are street urchins and they're like listen we've got your fucking number and we know you're Mm -hmm. a witch so Charlie Mm -hmm. as we mentioned uses it as fucking leverage to get sausage and as you said cash cold Cold, hard hard cash cash. (laughs) I love that line I I wrote it in quotes cold hard cash it's so (laughs) good and she's like cool 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 I'm gonna turn you into a rabbit because you challenged me like yeah like yeah just like I'm well she tried to turn him into a toad but again couldn't remember the spell (laughs) which I love yeah I'm and I love that that's like a constant, like that's the one spell she just can't master is that goddamn yes. toad spell. Yes. And I love that. I loved, I thought it was so great that like, she isn't a great witch. Like that's what yeah. made it seem possible. Like, yeah. it's yes. And which makes her such a great character. Like she's just a full witch in training, which I loved. Yeah, well, it humanizes her, you know? Yeah, it definitely... Right, 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 right. <laughs> it definitely, definitely does. Um, and we get the... the Oh, yeah, the little kiddos. Um, I love... Oh, my gosh. Paul is just Paul. the sweetest Paul little Paul is, peanut. like, the unsung hero of this film. He like, saves the, the whole thing. The whole narrative of the film is mm-hmm. constantly being moved forward by Paul. Yes, you're so no, right. No. Yes. I'm like, I'm sorry. He's emptying his pockets. And like, what is he? I know you love that part. It's so good. That's like truly like my favorite part of the film. I don't know why. It's like when they make Paul empty his pockets and the stuff in his pockets, he like has like trash and yes. a lovely bit of string. I love that. A lovely bit of string and a, a fucking bed knob. And yes. a bed knob. The, <laughs> Huge bed knob. I, and I love that she's like, listen, you better put that bed knob back on the bed upstairs because it's going to take you wherever you want to go. And yeah, Angela's, yes, 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 yeah, sweet little Paul. And Angela's like, listen, 
I have this idea. We need to go to London with this knob so I can get my last lesson from my professor because she yes. isn't able to get it because the school closed because of the war efforts. I know the school closed because of the war effort oh and she needs this last spell because it's going to like change the war. Yes. So I love the fact that the witches are like working for the war, you know, yes. they're, they're, they're on the good side of things. Yes. And then this was sort of my first realization of like, oh, which school? I wonder where Hogwarts fit into this. Yes. Yeah. Or like how much it was, how much it inspired J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Or if it would have, I just, I don't know. It seemed to me like, oh. Hmm. Yes. Oh. I love it. And we and then we get the first uh Miss Price song, the first Angela song. Face True. On, mm-hmm. Is it on the acid trip bed travel? It, she it absolutely like, oh, is. Yes, mm-hmm. face yeah. the face the age of not believing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh yes. yes, great song. Great, great song. All of these songs. And again, like you said, it's just so evident that it's so connected to Mary Poppins. Like it is yeah. so fucking similar. The dance breaks are similar. It's like Oh I, my I, god, yeah. Yes, it's wild. It's wild. Um and so they start trying they they're doing the first traveling with the bed. They're going to try it out. And it fucking works. And then, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, we go on this psychedelic bed flight, which honestly oh. made me feel like a little nauseated, but it was very magical. And it was just so 70s to me, like a full acid trip of a Disney moment. Acid trip bed yes. flight. I mean, yes. it was similar to, it's very similar to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yes. Oh. Which, when that car flies, I actually, it was just saying, like, I've never seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I oh haven't. God, I love it. But I've seen clips of that car flying and it's terrifying it's actually it's huge i'm like this is like a model t like it's not like a vw like you know yeah it's it's not a lexus it is a giant fucking car it is the station wagon of the 1900s Mm -hmm. really reminds me of the boat scene in uh charlie and the chocolate factory 100 percent which made me spooky. Yes, so spooky. It made me super anxious. I did not enjoy. Yeah, I was like, I'm stressed out. There are a lot of colors. Things are flying that shouldn't be flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and we get to London. And now we're in London, which yes. there it's sort of panning over like sooty London. They talk about London being so sooty more yes. than once. Yes. And again, it's like Mary Poppins. There we are. Yep. 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 And it's foggy as fuck. You know, I. I just love that it's like, yeah, it's like smoggy here and dirty. You know, I'm yeah. like, what? Like the narrative they were telling about London. <laughs> I know. <laughs> They're oh like, God. everyone's and dirty. Yes, yes. Then we, f- we get to meet Professor Amelius Brown. Oh, your fave. Yes, yes. I mean. To I just me- developed such an appreciation for David Tomlinson. He's incredible. watching this movie. Yeah, he is he is absolutely exceptional. He has, he is in a full moment of like Harold Hill from the music man. He has his traveling, like his suitcase. He sets up, he sells his like witch school stuff. Um, well, and-, and I love thinking about him at, in compared to his role in Mary Poppins, yes. which is so buttoned up. It is yes. so, you know, like plays it like right on the cuff. Like, yeah. and then this is like, he's so good. He, 
he's crazy in this. Yes. Oh, he he's such bananas. He really did. Yeah. And I, I do love that, like, no one fucking notices that they've been moving through the streets of London on a bed, you know? Like, <laughs> like yeah, they have the bed with them. They yeah, continue they to, the like, bed. push it around. <laughs> yeah. And no one's like, excuse me, this giant bed, this, like, queen-size bed you're on, it, there are some streetcars that you're stalling. I, it, yeah. I was like, oh, great. They just casually come to the alley, you know, just, mm-hmm. just a casual roll in and Angela shows up and I was like wait a minute where's Angela been like she just like walks into frame and I was like did she maybe she hopped off earlier got a bite to eat like yeah she she needed to like see 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 yeah yeah because they are standing there watching him do his little you know, dog and pony trick yes. with his amazing suitcase. Oh my God. <laughs> suitcase stable. Yes. And she rolls up, Miss Price rolls up and is like, listen, you cheated me, uh, Mr. Brown, AKA Harold Hill. I just, the parallels between this and Music Man are so insane. I cannot get over, I can't get over it, but neither here nor there. But um, yeah, so she, she's like, fine, I'm going to turn you into a, of course, a rabbit um, yeah. and, and takes him back with them. Yeah, he's absolutely so nonplussed to be turned into a rabbit. Yes, And I I also love that he's like, I love that he's so incredulous that his con worked. Yes, yes. Like, like, how how does his stuff actually work? I mean, I I guess because he's actually actually giving them spells from a real spell book. He just didn't realize it was a real spell book. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. It is great. Yeah, he's so unaffected by that. Um, and I love the lines. Is it safe? A little theatrical, perhaps, but most spells are. So great. Yeah. So great. Yeah. Uh, so many good magical quotes in this. Um, and then as as you mentioned when we were watching it, by the way, Bryce and I, like, instead of watching separately, we like to watch together over Zoom mm-hmm. and then take notes. Yeah, we don't discuss. It's, we don't uh, discuss. It, yes, Bryce is the only one who gets to do that with me. It's my most favorite thing. Um, but we, as you mentioned, we go to Professor Brown's house where he has been using full squatters rights in this fucking <laughs> yeah, mansion. Mansion. Yes, because there is an unexploded bomb in the front yard, correct? Yeah, like a gigantic missile. Yes. Yeah. Super it's, dark. It's super bo- bleak. It's unexploded. It's so dark. Yeah, Again, really World War II. Yeah. Terrible time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah terrible and time. he's just like living in this house, being like, well, hope it'll be fine. Right. 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 And I love that because everyone like, else in the neighborhood has moved out. Yes. Yes. And I love that he just, we like go into the house and then we end up in the library. This was one of the libraries aside from beauty, the library and beauty and the beast that beauty made me want a library. So sure. bitches love libraries. It's true. We do. Um, and like, especially a library with a ladder. Oh like my God. Movie. It's all I want. I just want to swing around. Yes. Yes. That's all that mm-hmm. I want. And, uh, Mr. Brown immediately like doesn't give Miss Price a moment to settle in is like, Hey, I'm going to pitch you an idea for, you know, like a little show. Uh, Which if there was any justice in the world, we would have 
like a sequel to this movie that yes. was the David Tomlinson, Angela Lansbury traveling magic show. Oh my God, I would die. I would die. Yeah, he's like- Because he wanted her to be his assistant because she yes. actually could do magic. Yes, exa- exactly. <laughs> In um, that sexy like Playboy bunny outfit. Yes, I know. Oh my God. I was like, Angela, I'm so sorry. Um, But then we get the song, I'm Your Man. So great. I mean, he just- he just slays. He slays. He's Is brilliant. Is that the official title of the Eglantine song? Um, I think I just call it I'm Your Man. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yes, but definitely Eglant. Oh, wait. Um, did I skip Did I skip ahead? Maybe I did. Um, but no, no, no. It's the Eglantine song. I think you're right. You're right. The Eglantine. You're right. Yeah. Oh, uh, which song. I mean – quite what a song yeah it's so good it's a weird song it's also very fucking weird yep it's very strange um and we then of course we find the spell uh spells of astroth book Mm -hmm. in the fucking library just the convenience of that is really great storytelling Mm -hmm. like happens to be in the house he's been squatting in I assume that like that's he finds the book and then he is like, oh, I can make money selling these fake spells. Mm-hmm. That, that was my assumption. And then mm-hmm. because you only had half of the book there. It's also oh. where we find, I mean, the most important piece of this puzzle, the cartoon of the island of Nabumbu. <laughs> found by Paul, found and kept by fucking Paul. Oh, fucking Paul. He's always cracking the code. We got to love Paul. Um, and then they're like, cool, let's go explore. They go out to Portobello oh. Road. We oh, get my, my God. Song. Yeah. Oh, my Port- God. I mean, this sequence in the movie is unbelievably weird and good. It's so weird it's, and it's so wild. Good. I wrote wild, 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 all caps underlined. Yes. Because yes. it is so weird. And again, Super Mary Poppinsy and that yes. like the style, very sooty, the mm-hmm. accordion music. Like oh, there's always so like accordions and like just street urchins everywhere. Yes. But yes. yeah. I, yeah. Portobello I, Road. So good. It's so good. And I love that there's like this Waterford crystal lady. She's like slaying and like slinging her goods. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. God, it's I want to go so, so bad. <laughs> yes. I want to go. Yes. Like, I know. Like, Same. Mm-hmm most like it's like Diagon Alley yes yes oh my god 100% and like Kinda. Venice Beach yeah it's just fucking wild <laughs> yeah. it's, it's wild and they're just like searching for the other half of this book in this bookstore and mm-hmm. then Sneaky McGee who I that's who I call the villain he overhears them so we're already like oh something's afoot something's afoot right. in this land right yeah the villain who's in the movie for like Two, three minutes. Yeah, tops. that's it. Yeah, I love. I love that he is very. He's so irrelevant. Like, do the. <laughs> However, again, in the Portobello Road sequence, mm-hmm. though, we I believe we would remiss. We would be remiss not mm-hmm. to mention the um, international military uh, dance sequence. Uh, I mean, shit is lit on Portobello Road. Yes, we get like full mer- military dance break, Scottish Every, dancing, everything, well, everything. Again, is this like weird sort of like military propaganda of like yes. the world working together to overcome like evil and injustice? And it's, it's like weird. all these different 
all these different kinds of people from all these different countries mm-hmm. dancing in like their cultural custom. Yes. Like we've got the steel drums. We've got like yeah. definitely like the, the women, like the salsa dancers. And you're yes. like, okay, you're like, you are from Spain. Right. Got it. Got like, it. It's like right. the, you've got your like Scottish Highland bagpipers. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Got it's, it. Like, got so it. strange. But to me, it felt so like, okay, I see what we're doing here. I see what we're doing. Yes. Here. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, and especially in this dance break, I, I, to me, it was so just like screaming Mary Poppins. Like Professor Brown mm-hmm. is, I mean, he is quite literally Mr. Banks. Um, Absolutely. And I feel like you see this so much in this moment. I also would pay so much money to see Angela Lansbury do a jig like any fucking day of the week. Like I was aghast. Oh, God. I mean, they're oh. great in this scene together because Tomlinson is he, while he's not as good of a dancer as Dick Van Dyke, he yes. has the same type of like personality. Yes, yes. Dick Van Dyke, and he, that's yes. why he does so great in this movie is because like they are so. It could have just been Dick Van Dyke in this role. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we again get to see another great moment of Lansbury's like physical comedy, where she oh is God. dancing. She gets pulled out from looking at the books, and then like gets super into the dancing. Yes. And I mean, it's great. She's she's terrific, and I love that you can tell that she's so not embarrassed by anything she does. Like she goes whole ass into everything like she will never half ass a bit and I feel like that's why she's so fucking successful like she just commits she commits to the bit she just goes with it and is not afraid to look stupid which is why she's so brilliant in this role I think well and she balances like prim proper lady yes so well with the flip side of that a hundred percent it's always funny it's a funny combo yes yeah and then like after this like wild extravaganza i mean it's like a 10 minute scene there's no talking it's just dancing and music yep so mary poppins yeah just yeah it's a full dance break literally a dance break yeah. And then like the police come through and are like, shut it down. Yeah, and then they, they all kind of like all the street urchins pack up their wares yeah, and like, yeah. you know, scuttle away. Yes. And immediately after that happens, the creepy guy from the bookshop shows up with a knife and is like, you got to go the see goon. the book. Oh, Magoon. The is bookman. That his, the bookman. I yes. Yes. <laughs> it's the shady bookman and his, with his goon because with neither of goon. them have names. Yes. Yeah. I thought you said his name was Magoon and I was like, that checks <laughs> out. Yeah. That seems right. Yeah. He's like, he's like, come on, you got to come see the bookman ASAP. And they get there and the bookman tries to keep them but there. Before they do, they push the whole bed down yes. the staircase oh, of into course. his basement book layer. selling right layer. right yeah. right very it's inconspicuous like double it's like a full-size bed definitely a full-size yeah maybe, maybe a queen. even a queen maybe a queen yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just gets so perfectly down those stairs yes <laughs> it's wild it's wild so it fits down the stairs and the bookman is like i'm gonna try and keep you here and get the other half of the book and so they fucking lock them in and they're like well, I mean, I guess now is the time to use this fucking bed and disappear mm-hmm. off <laughs> to the island of, yeah. what was the name of that island again, Bryce? Um, it is Nabumbu. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Um, yes. And- an hour in now. It's an hour, full hour into the movie, and we are just now getting, like, 
cartoon animated interactions. Right. Yes. It is a long film. It's like over two hours, which for Disney in the 70s is is very, very long. Like, yeah, it was, I forgot that. I was like, oh my God, this was a long film. Mm -hmm. Um, And definitely to me, and I think we briefly talked about this while we were watching, it is so obvious that it is the same animator from Sword in the Stone. Just like, I mean, the, the animation is so, 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 so similar. Um, yeah, I was. I did look at some of the animators, and mm-hmm. it's like the the animator who just was involved in the head of everything, like old classic Disney. I mean, yeah. like Snow White, and yes. even like even some of like the like the Brer Rabbit type oh, stuff wow. too. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it's like I the animation of the Island of Nabumbu is really interesting to me because while there are a lot of similarities, mm-hmm. it also felt so different than mm-hmm. any other animation. Like, yeah, it, I, it was really wild to me. Like the soccer sequence felt oh like a God. completely different artist yeah. who's never worked for Disney again. Whereas no. the Lagoon where they're underwater, mm-hmm. that felt like definitely super Disney animation. But yes. some of the art and some of the animation is so strange. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is. It's very, very strange. And yeah, I always liked being in the lagoon more than going on the island. Like the lagoon to me, I was like, this feels safe and cute and Disney-like. And then we get onto the island and I'm like, where the fuck are we and what the fuck is going on? But yeah, I agree. Yeah. While we're in the lagoon, we get beautiful briny sea. Yes. I mean, just a dream of a song and they show up and a full on rager fish disco speakeasy is going on like the fish Mm -hmm. are getting down and i loved all the fucking details like the lobster flamenco dancing and and then all and like the 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 octopus or whoever i think it was the octopus playing the drums yes yes (laughs) the full band and then i mean this was something that i really got super fixated on was Mm -hmm. imagining being the person to not only tell Dame Angela Lansbury, but then to do it, mm-hmm. but like hooking her up in a harness oh my God. and being like, all right, we're going to now, um, you know, pull you all over this studio yes. in front of the screen screen. Yes. And you are going to dance and do flips. Wild. Um, and <laughs> like she just did it. Yep. I, and again, that is why we love her. Like she is not afraid to feel or look stupid. And like what it's like, we could never, how, how someone, and again, I was like, she must just be the greatest person, but you know, and maybe she wasn't a dame yet, but like, (laughs) it's like, can you imagine asking Judy Dench to fly? I just, it's like, I can't not. I cannot. Well, she was in I, cats, so anything's possible, yeah, I guess. She was in cats, so right. anything is possible. Anything with is old things to do And then we get another amazing dance break, and this time it's from Professor Brown and no, Angel Lansbury. So oh my God. It's so good. It's so Disney. They are and great together. They really are they good. They really are. Yeah, they're they terrific. Perfectly. They're like both the right age. Yes. You know, like. Mm-hmm. It, they're a great duo. They really are. Yeah. And then we, then of course, because we need some drama, someone is fishing and hooks mm-hmm. the bed and, mm-hmm. and basically 
we Baloo is there like in a sailing outfit. Like that is who yeah. hooks the bed. It's Baloo. It's, the, like, it's a mixture of Baloo and then Little John and Robin Hood. I mean, correct. 100, 100 mm-hmm. percent. And, and I think, yeah, something that we kept noticing was like the interactions between the animation and the actors were it was so fucking advanced for 1971 I mean, mm-hmm. it really was like I. I'm not surprised it was nominated for a lot of tech stuff because it was really, oh, yeah. really impressive. The visual effects are really great, and this was something very cool that I found. It was um, it's a specific type of. It's not a green screen, mm-hmm. um, but it's a new thing. It was like a brand new technology that they sort of discovered and they used certainly during Poppins, Mm -hmm. but they really used it during this. And I mean, they kind of like went all in on it and it was like a sodium. It it was like not green screen. It was more Mm -hmm. like yellow screen. Oh, interesting. And it was, it was a, it was just a really interesting like technological advancement for film. And it was called a sodium vapor process. And that's what? specifically what was mainly used during the soccer sequence oh, of being sure. able to have David Tomlinson like really interacting with um, that's so cool. the background and mm-hmm. it's combining acra- actors with background footage. And anyway, wow. it was like this whole new technology that like really originated within the British film industry in the fifties. And so then it was used super extensively by Disney in the sixties and seventies. That's so cool. Yeah. I had no idea. I've never heard of that. And like, yeah, I can only imagine how innovative that was because it looks great. Like it looks crazy imagining that this was made, you know, like 50 years ago. It's, I think that's how you do math, but yeah, it's like, you know, I'm like, that's, that's wild. Um, and so when we get to the Island, Angela is like, listen, we got to Mrs. Price, but who we mm-hmm. will refer to as Angela. Um, uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, she's like, we got to go see the king ASAP. And then balding, this balding chicken man is like, no, no, no. The king is super fucking pissed because the royal cup match can't happen well, today. first of all, right? first of all, I mean, we have another Paul moment before even that happens. Oh. Is that like the only reason that they know to go and see the king is because mm-hmm. of Paul, because Paul keeps the Island of Nabumbu book in his pocket. That's right. And he's the one who like reads throughout the book and is like, we have to go see the king. Ugh. Oh my God. Paul saves the fucking day. I mean, it's yeah, a, it's Paul's always. film. He's yes. constantly saving yes. the day. They, yes. These people would have no clue what to do if it weren't Paul. Yes. Yeah. And the, so once they have, they're having this conversation with the balding chicken man. And, <laughs> and I love that Professor Brown is like, hey, no problem. I played for Tottenham Hotspur and Manchester United. Like casually throws out the two, you know, two of the best football leagues in England, which I loved. I love like these British jokes. I just think it's so fabulous. Um, I know. And I wrote down, I was like, this is such a deeply British movie. I mean, like yes. all of their, they have, there's like a lot of British slang that's used because uh-huh. I watched it with closed captioning on. Yes. And so there's a lot of strange British slang used, especially by the little three street urchin children. Yes. Yes. And, 
then like they're talking about Tottenham Hotspur mm-hmm. and like all of the food that they mention is like super so British, British yes. food. So, so and British. then we get to this like soccer game oh my where God. they specifically are like, it's soccer. Yes. I'm like, why did they change that? I know. Out of all the things to change, they'd like Americanized soccer rather it's, than just being like, no, no, we're committing it, committing to it being football. Right. It's like that weird, you know, lackadaisical energy surrounding accent continuity in these films like they were like yeah. Let's, they're like well people won't understand if Peter Pan is British so we'll make him America they're like they won't understand the word football so we will just call it soccer even though we've even already though said the word football and because we are watching play the game <laughs> right exactly and I love yeah the Scottish Lion King is like great take this volleyball it is not a soccer ball which not we a both soccer notice. ball yes not take a, a soccer ball take a volleyball and you can be my referee and 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 then so okay I always get a little muddy around this but the Lion King has not the film uh, the the king who is a lion is wearing <laughs> a a medal around his neck that they Correct. need. Yes, yes, because it has it has the last. So she has the the last spell that she needs that is mm-hmm. going to help her win World War Two. Yeah, so just, the stakes just, in are case anybody forgot. pretty fucking high. Yeah, high the stakes, stakes. High stakes are like. Those are super high stakes. Yes. So she has the first half of that spell. And then mm-hmm. the second half of that spell was in the uh, copy of the Astaroth spell book that she didn't have. Yes, that's right. Okay. So mm-hmm. she didn't have mm-hmm. the second half. The second half of the spell is written around that medal that mm-hmm. he is wearing on his... Um, Correct. Yeah, that he's wearing. Okay. So okay. She, she needs to get the medal specifically so that she can have the second half of the spell yes. to win World War II. Wow. Yes. High stakes. They have literally never been higher. They could not be higher. And this is like, this is definitely the point where I kept saying, what the fuck is going on? Like it is a full zoo on both teams, like a full out brawl uh-huh. on both fucking yeah. sides. It's very similar uh, to the animation of Robin Hood um, during the battle scene. Like, and, mm-hmm. and, and fucking Professor Brown gets fucked up as the ref. <laughs> this game is fucked it's no. fucked it's fucked but then he does what he calls the gypsy switch which is probably insulting you know also like mm-hmm. oh, the term yeah. gypsy no. in england means something different yeah like does not the, hold up. no not great like um the gypsy switch to get the metal and then mm-hmm. take and then is able to take it off of the king so and they're yeah. able to bounce um and i kept noticing there were just so many parallels between the animated characters of this and Robin Hood. We talked about Sir Hiss yeah. and Prince John. Like yes, it, it, the it, ideas it, seen in later movies is are crazy. It's crazy how yes. much you notice how much Disney borrowed and evolved yeah. from earlier stuff. Like definitely totally. the king and Sir Hiss, like the right hand man yes. in Robin Hood. I had mm-hmm. The soccer medic buzzards of Bedknob and Brooms just are just like the buzzards in Robin Hood. Yes. Oh, 100%. They look exactly the same. They are the same. Yeah. And like one of them is like dopey and dumb, and the other one is a little bit smarter than the other. It's just like Trigger and. Just like Trigger. I can't remember the other one's name in Robin Hood. But I mean, yeah, it's so, and it's really weird because. 
Robin Hood was the movie that kept coming to me during this one in terms yeah, of same, same similar animation, mm-hmm. similar character mm-hmm. dynamics together. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was only released two years later, which I think is so interesting. You know, like clearly, oh, I yeah. didn't realize it was so soon. Yeah, it was in seventy three. So I, I'm like, you wow, clearly really? held on. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sure a lot of the same animators worked on it. You know, oh, of course. I just like thought Robin Hood was like, oh, it came out in like 1990. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, it does seem like that. Yeah. But no, only t- only two years after this guy. And so, yeah, once we OK, we get back and the star of Astaroth, they go on their journey home. Star of yeah. Astaroth is gone because yeah, cause it's a cartoon. You can't right, bring cartoons. The cartoons. <laughs> Yeah, just this in case also, any- <laughs> yeah, just in case uh, you need to know, yeah. you, you go to Cartoon World, do not expect to be able to bring things back with you. Yes, you heard it here. But don't don't try. Like, we are skipping over one of my favorite lines, and that, that is a mm-hmm. that is sort of a weird line that then reappears later, is that um Angela has the medal and she's going to keep it like in like wrap it in a hanky. And he goes, no, 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 no. Like I'll keep it. Women always lose things mm-hmm. to which he has a different later on where women can't file things properly yes. because her, her like secret witch lair is so messy. Girl. Yes. The misogyny in this was fucking real. I, it was real. And, yes. um, I, Yes. Yeah. I just watched Aristocats, which came out the year before this in 1970. And I was like, oh, misogyny is real. Like so real. Oh, you yeah. keep saying that girls are sissies. You keep not wanting to do things because girls do them or girls lose things or girl. I was like, wow. I mean, it is what? Like, why are these kittens such big misogynists? This is wild. That's another story. But yes. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. it. Yes. Podcast. Yes. Um, and then, yeah. of course, because Paul like saves the fucking day again, the, mm-hmm. what they need has been in his book the entire time. Yeah whole time and then we get Paul's like my favorite line of his where he's like but no one ever listens to listens him yeah, to me yeah, no one I ever know. listens oh. to me nobody ever listens to him and yet he's the only one who's been on top of the shit the whole time yes he has the plan he knows the steps no one cares no one listens to Paul you they don't believe no. that children would know especially a tiny cute one like Paul um and no. just unrelated but related cosmic creepus is Sabrina's cat and Sabrina the Teenage Witch the television show like I'm convinced he just made a crossover like they are this mm-hmm. they are so similar I mean the they coloring is a little similar. different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they so, are similar because they make what's the name of the cat in Sabrina I'm blanking oh, I don't remember oh my god I don't remember yeah I know oh this is driving me crazy but um they make him similarly disheveled yes they're scrappy looking you know they just got a little yeah like a little, a little bit to terrible. let me see Salem. Salem 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 perfect perfect um, yeah. Amaze. Amaze. Yes. Slays. Slays. We love we love a scruffy cat um, and this is <laughs> truly now from this part, part of the movie on I'm like what the actual fuck what was the point why are we still here um, but we get <laughs> the song this substitution (laughs) the weirdest songs the weirdest songs in this movie i can understand why the songs in this movie did not actually go on to become hits yes (laughs) because Because, like they have one that is 
called substitutionary locomotion. Which is not as much fun to say as supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I mean, obviously. It's like the second lame cousin. It's harder to say. It is. Substitutionary locomotion. What? (laughs) What? What? Yeah, like I can't. Um, And we get another great Angela dance break. The clothes Mm -hmm. are all dancing. Oh my God. This is like what really, like, I really felt like technologically advanced for the time because that nightgown. Oh my God. The nightgown, the pair of legs just dancing. (laughs) What the fuck? Like, we are seeing limbs not attached to a body. Yeah, it's like a pair of legs inside a pair of like. Heights, yes. Like, yes. Like, or like thigh socks. Yeah. Like thigh yes. highs, but like no body. No, I, I didn't mean, feel great about it. Oh, it's so strange. So strange. Yes. I, yes. Then we have the kids trying to set up, romantically yes. set up, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Brown and Miss Price, like no pressure. And then yes. he just like leaves and is like, no, 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 no. And like, they're straight up like, but you could be our new dad. Right. And he's right. like, absolutely not. No, he's like, <laughs> I just- gotta go be famous. And these, and then the kids are just like fucking crying. And like, and then he leaves to go to the train station. I was like, I'm so sorry. Wait, <laughs> What? Yeah, he just goes to the train station and has to, to you know, sleep there. Yeah, and then meanwhile, like, as if shit wasn't weird enough. Meanwhile, dot, 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 oh my fucking God, Nazi soldiers burst into her home. I mean, it's just, I'm laughing because it's so insane. It's so, the narrative is insane. That has a literal German invasion. Yeah, a full With machine guns. Machine guns. Machine guns. SS guards, literally in SS guard uniforms. I was like, this is fucking wild. Like, wild. What? Yeah, I I was just so perplexed. And I was like, this is in, you know, just in case we forgot, like we are in a full fucking war here. And then sexy Angela, one of my favorite parts. Oh, this is a great part. She shows up in this fever wet dream. Yes. That Professor Brown is having. I prefer fever wet dream. Yes. 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 And she is dressed up as his magician's assistant. I'm like, wait, what? In her sexy like playboy bunny leotard outfit. Yes. Yeah. And so then Professor Brown's like, well, I got to get back to the house. Right. I do love her. I do love her. And basically just has to go back and fight the Nazis. Um, But meanwhile, like. I mean, talk about a surprise when you get back. Yes, truly. And then. And then, oh, but this is when he, I believe he has the idea to turn them into rabbits. I think this was his idea or turn himself into a rabbit. Correct. I got very muddled. Things got muddled for me at this moment. Um, I don't even remember because I was so fixated on uh, the Nazi invasion. I really was. I I, was just writing nonstop of like, I'm sorry, we have... Nazis that yes. Angela Lansbury and three children are fighting. Okay. Yes. Her, yes. Got it. Oh, yes. So he turns himself into a rabbit. And then Angela and the kids. Right, kiddos. right. Because yes. no, that you're right. He does because that's when he is upset that he couldn't find the right spell. Yes, and that's when correct. he was like, God, women can't file things properly. Right. Just a misogyny. Just a quick slip of that. Yeah, we love I that. mean, he wasn't wrong. It was a mess. I mean, yeah, she had a very poor system for filing, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You know, just a blanket statement like that 
wasn't necessarily yeah. appreciated. Um, yeah. And so and so then Angela and the kiddos are being moved to the castle by the SS guards, and then yes. Professor held Bunny, hostage. Yes, being, being held hostage. Right, Natch, and then Professor Bunny Brown follows them to try and help them, and. <laughs> And then mm-hmm. he turns himself back into Professor Brown. And, like, meanwhile, Nazi invasion is still happening. Full yeah. Nazi invasion is still happening. It's yeah. crazy, crazy time. I mean, like, multiple boats pulling yes. up to, like, yes. the English countryside. Yes. You know, beachfront. Very serious. And Angela is trying to cast a spell in the castle. And then finally, it fucking works. And now it dawns on her. It dawns yeah. on her, and she has a full-fledged motherfucking army at her back I and mean, call. Come on, uh, truly the largest collection of you know antique armor. Where were we? That was this, we've ever seen. Was this a National British Library? Like Jesus? Was this the Smithsonian? Like holy shit! There was so, thousands, thousands. Thousands. She is an entire fleet of soldiers uh, who are ghost soldiers um, at her beck and call. And this totally freaks out the Nazis. And, I mean, yes. yes. I mean, obviously, the, it's a bewitched army of armor. And like, I, and like, as I, I think I said this to you, like, as I was watching this with my jaw dropped, because oddly didn't remember. I say, I say, oh, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. And right. yet, did I remember that this movie pauses that she's going to win World War II with a magical armor army? No, Amazing. I did not remember that. No, I did no, not. No, I mean, she has like a thousand soldiers. Like this collection was from fucking all vast. different eras of all like different eras, British yeah, military first history through like twenty <laughs> crusades on. Yes, oh, yeah, crusades on. Um, and then I love so iconic Angela on her. Fucking broom with a tiny oh, Union Jack God. and a fucking like small sword. I mean, she's, bitch, a, she's a witch general. Yes, a witch general. She is leading a fucking army. It is incredible. Yeah. And then we get this amazing ghost battle, which is like just an. Oh my god! It's like a full place of ghost militia and like again, again <laughs> suggest she'll win World War Two. Yes. And like, again, I get why this movie won an Oscar for visual effects because it's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. awesome. It it's really pretty is. It's pretty awesome. It really is. Yeah. It's and amazing. And like machine guns useless against magic. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, I love about like halfway through this battle, we discover that the suits of armor mm-hmm. have personality yes yes they are like doing their own bits like these suits they of armor. are straight up doing yes. bits yeah. and yeah. like mm-hmm. straight up fucking with the nazis yeah like, it's incredible genuinely fucking with them yes yes it's so great. It's and I love I love that like this army setup has every fucking facet of a military situation. Like you have bowmen, you have horsemen, ETC. Uh-huh. Like they have it fucking covered with every weapon. And the Nazis are yeah. like, fuck this. They're eventually like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. And so yeah. <laughs> then they shoot a fucking cannon at Angela Lansbury uh-huh. <laughs> as she is ending the battle. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I love – my favorite moment in the whole battle sequence is when the entire army deflates with her. 
Like they yes, all collapse. The yes, they collapse onto mm-hmm. themselves. It is so well done. It is so cool. Is. Yeah. And then and then the Germans fucking flee. They're like, we yeah, gotta get flee. out of here. And then we have to get out of this spooky ass little town. Yes. And I love like the cleanup required of all of these. Jesus Christ. Armor. Yes. I mean, it is va- it is a vast collection of antiques that it now truly just have to is. be cleaned up. From and they have all to be categorized. Over. I mean, that is a long <laughs> list. Like, you know, the bitch who works at the museum is like, fuck me, not again. You know, it's a like, oh my God, I have to pick yeah, up. Like, and- no one else in the town is even like remotely questioned. No, no, no one knows. No one's aware. And then, of course. No. But oh, it's like yes. the old white men army. They come out and are like, we scared them off. Yeah. Right. They take, take all, all the, the credit. fucking credit. Uh, so annoying. And unfortunately, her witch shed has been destroyed. Um, mm-hmm. And then in a weird twist of fate, <laughs> um, Professor Brown joins the army. Again, this yeah. had a lot of military undertones. I was like, you are... Yeah, I mean, it's like white Christmas and that like, you're like, I love this, but I understand what this is trying to drill into my head right now. It's like the army is great. Right, right. And then, I mean, luckily, you know, they just clean it up nice and tidily. They give us a hot smooch between them. And then it's a gentle smooch. Oh, yes, yes. Very gentle smooch. Yes, a gentle smooch, aka hot, just because of Angela. Um, and then and then I love that Paul still has the bed knob, so it will continue into the future. It's the best. It's it is the weirdest wrap-up. I would it love the weirdest. <laughs> it's so wrap-up. weird. I would love to it's know so what weird. you're I was like, wait, so are they together? Be. And he's going to the, I've been, oh my God, I've been trying to think for a whole week about like, what is the moral <laughs> takeaway of this movie? And I am truly at a loss yes. like that I've never been at before. Like I genuinely don't know what the takeaway of this fucking movie is. I mean, I, I would argue that a lot of these Disney films in the seventies, from what I've been noticing, uh, the plot line uh, thin, um, and random, uh, mostly wow. thinking of and this one is two books. It's two books. together. So it is too much. Yes. <laughs> like, um, but I, what I came up with was that you should never underestimate the power of magic. And that is mm-hmm. me reaching really hard. <laughs> So that's what I'm sticking by. Also, never underestimate Angela Lansbury ever. That I think should be the moral. Yeah. Maybe this movie is just like a veiled, like, it's like a propaganda film for like military, like joining the military. And you're not wrong. I mean, right around (laughs) Vietnam. I mean, yeah. It is. I mean, Vietnam, the United States entered Vietnam in 65. So this is 71. 71. Um, Mm -hmm. No, I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, you could, I guess, say that it's like always listen to everybody, even if they're the smallest and youngest. I, I love that. We I also love that. never even mentioned the middle child, Carrie, the daughter, because she does nothing. Yes, I know. I know. And again, I was like, yeah, because to me, that was like, well, we don't trust women to like actually propagate anything you know like a young girl like what like to me I was like oh you don't give her anything to do you don't give her any fucking lines like what the fuck 
Because yes. like, absolutely. I mean, I'm sorry to say, but no value. To this no movie. value. No, it's very true. Um, I, I am don't just, know. I truly don't know because I also don't know like what the point of it all of like, right. it's so British. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, you know, it's okay. Sometimes they are kerfuffled. They are muddled. I it's muddled, like but it's very I mean, muddled, it's, but it's, it's great. It's enjoyable. It's I iconic. mean, I guess if anything for me, like it's possible to be a witch. Yes. It is possible to be a witch. Never underestimate the power of magic. I love both of us. I think it's perfect. Never underestimate the power of magic. Oh, I'm it. so glad you came back, Bryce. Please come back I again. Mean, You're such a queen. This movie was so weird. I- <laughs> it's so That's where weird. we're going to end it. This movie was so weird. And. <laughs> Yeah, oh I will come God. back. I will come back. Please. I will. Only for you. Oh, you're such a dream. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. We'll see you real soon.